0: Is there anything Jordan Peele can't do? Nope. We're talking about the movie Nope. Welcome to the first episode of Screens on Screens on Screens. Screens on Screens on Screens. Hey everybody, welcome to Screens on Screens on Screens. (laughs) This is our first episode. And basically, just to let you know what we're doing, we are... Just watching stuff. That's what we do all the time anyway. We watch films. We watch movies, which are films. We watch TV shows, and we just want to talk about them, right? Yeah,
1: we want to watch stuff. We want to look at things. We want to avoid, help me, voyeur, be voyeur. I don't say words right. Voyeur, voyeur. We want to be the French word for looking, people, and um, yeah, and then we want to talk about it. I'm Gina. I'm Mary. And thank you
0: for listening. Today we're going to be talking about a current film out there called Nope. (laughs) Directed by the great Jordan Peele, whom I love very much. This is his third film, actually. Uh, His first one being um, Help Me Out Here.
1: Oh, I can't help you with that. I don't even know how to pronounce his last name. This is how much I love him. Oh, Get Out. Um,
0: the first one being Get Out. Get Out. The second one being Us. Us, And yes. now the third one being Nope. And, yeah. And I have to say, I've seen all three movies. Have you, Mary?
1: I have seen two of the three. Okay. So two you out didn't of three ain't Us, bad. Huh? I did not see Us, but I will see Us. I want to say one real quick thing, which sure. is stupid right now, if I may. Sure. I have one word for Nope. What? And that word is Yup. <laughs> That's it. And we're done. <laughs>
0: Um I just wanted to say that Mary hasn't seen us and Mary us is very creepy and kind of scary and it was the type of movie that made me like question sleeping Just for, like, one night or something.
1: Question sleeping like you didn't need it anymore or the fact that you didn't want to go to sleep? I didn't want to go to sleep. Because you would have a dream about the scary movie. Thank you for clarifying that. Yes, I did not want to go to
0: sleep. I was kind of, like, laying in bed looking at the door and hoping that something wouldn't come in.
1: Oh, no. What what was that something? Can you share that or would Um, that be spoiling the movie? I don't know.
0: Any, like, really creepy person.
1: Do you mean, like, the Grim Reaper? Could be the Grim Reaper, yeah.
0: It could be Nicolas Cage. Ooh,
1: (laughs) Oh, that's okay.
0: It could be, you know, it could be um,
1: something scary that you wouldn't want to see.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: a robber, a robber, a hoodlum,
0: a a criminal, just somebody hell bent on killing me.
1: Oh, Medusa, but in real life, (laughs) a monster.
0: So, out of the three movies, I am actually giving no second place. Oh, Although that's arbitrary, I mean, um, because there are different criteria. But Get Out is still, for me, the masterpiece. And Us is third only because maybe I was scared of it.
1: I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, but are you going to say you weren't scared watching Nope?
0: I was thrilled, and there were a few jump scares that yeah. did make me pop out of my seat. Yeah. Mary and I, full disclosure, saw this movie on IMAX. And if you've never gone yeah. to IMAX before... IMAX is the only place to watch movies. The
1: only place. Put everything else away. Absolutely. Get I mean, rid of it. Throw it away was your a iPad. Real experience. That
0: was my second time seeing it, but the second time seeing it really made me love it even more.
1: Yeah, but there were we both. I'm, I jumped out of my seat several times. Yes. I screamed. Oh! I think X you get scared of things too. more than I do, though. Well, that's fine. <laughs> There's nothing that's, wrong with that. No, I'm that's I'm not true. saying anything yeah. bad about that. No, I usually don't get scared. I can usually see it coming. That's what upset me. Oh, okay. I felt vulnerable Well, I saw you movie. putting your hands over your face. Well, that was also for dramatic effect because you've met me. Are you sure? If I was alone, Cause I Because you didn't probably, even know I was looking. Oh, really? Because so, I do watch movies through my fingers sometimes because I got fat sausage fingers, so it's helpful. Um, oh, no. I, yeah, I was... No, that movie scared the, the poop out of me. okay. I, there were scary parts. Okay.
0: So, nope <laughs> is about this family who lives on a ranch. They own the ranch. It's a horse ranch, and they are horse trainers to the stars. I wouldn't say stars. to the stars.
1: I'd just to say the stars.
0: they train horses for Hollywood productions. Yep. It opens with something strange happening in the vicinity of their ranch. There's some kind of power outage. It's one of those slow down surges like that. Creepy. Creepy. Then, after a couple of minutes, the power comes back on. Mm-hmm. But there are things coming out of the sky coins, yeah. keys, things like that. Things that
1: shouldn't come out of the sky. Things that
0: shouldn't come out of the sky. And he turns and sees his father, who was on a horse at the time, kind of slumped over, and he falls off the horse. And next thing you know, they're rushing to the hospital because he has some kind of head wound going on. And there's lots of blood. And unfortunately, by the way, there are spoilers here. (laughs) Oh, yeah. There's going to be spoilers. So, yeah. If you're listening to this, that means you've seen NOPE already. You know, I'm not going to go into all the minutiae. But long story short, there's something going on in the sky. It's called NOPE. And a lot of people, you know, after seeing the trailer kind of thought, NOPE must stand for something. It must be an acronym. It must be not of planet Earth. Oh, wow. And actually, Jordan Peele did oh. corroborate that and say, yeah, that, that is what it is.
1: Oh, but he thought, that's really good. I'm yeah. going to tell them I thought of that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened. He's a comedian But, first. you know,
0: initially he said it's, uh, it's about how black people respond to scary stuff. They're like, nope, you and know. It, it is the correct <laughs> response. I, may, I would like to confirm that. As it's, a white person, we are always wrong. I will <laughs> confirm it as a black woman. Yeah. I may not say nope. But I definitely will turn, and I'll be like feet don't fail me now. That's that's our family crest. Feet don't fail me now.
1: So, <laughs> and it's it's used uh, sparingly, but so effectively oh, when yes, it is used definitely. in the film, it's perfect. And used by Daniel Kaluuya,
0: who's it, in this film. My who, gosh. He's an amazing actor. I mean, so stoic in this. So role. much nuance in this role. Um, just his eyes. You could just watch yes. his eyes and know
1: what's going on Absolutely. for the whole movie. He doesn't even have to speak because he tells you with his shoulders and his eyes. Yeah,
0: he's one of our great actors uh, of the generation, I guess. Right? Absolutely. And then there's Kiki Palmer, who plays the sister, and she is very. What do we want to say about her? I would call
1: her a delight. She's a delight. She's been around forever, she's... and I just found out. Oh my God, she's oh, a delight! So yeah. Behind. She
0: started when she was a kid. Remember Aquila and the Bee?
1: Yes, I do remember that being a book. Was that a movie? Yes. And she was in it. She was in it. Um, And I would
0: say that was maybe her first big break. I don't know if she was on Disney before that. I'm looking at... We have a guest here named Lindsay who's actually our tech person and who also consumes a lot of media and who has something to say about this movie coming up. But I'm looking at her, I'm saying... Uh, was Kiki Palmer on Disney before she was in Akeelah
1: the Bee? She's got that. Yeah, she's she, nodding. She has that She's young, by
0: the way, Lindsay. Lindsay is, um, you know, early 20-ish or something. So we've got that contingent here to help us out. Yes. <laughs> I'm actually 87. Oh, she, she does voices. By the way, she does voices, and she does incredible voices, actually. yeah, This is new
1: information yes, for
0: me. we will talk about that. Okay. She's amazing. Um But anyway, so Kiki Palmer, her character, she's the sister of Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, Her name is Emerald in the movie, and she is so, she's a delight because she's so outgoing. Her personality's out there. We love that about her. Effervescent. Yeah, we love that. Uh, The father, uh, short-lived father. is played by Keith David, who originally, I was going to call David Keith. Bad, oh, or, no.
1: David Keith was the actor who played the friend of Richard Gere in Officer and a Gentleman. And he really? played Drew Barrymore's father in Firestarter. It's good I'm here. It's good I'm here in the There,
0: But there's another David Keith. Is there another David Keith? Yeah, I think there's another well, David Keith. Well, if only Keith. there were a way we could look that up and find <laughs> out. The first thing that pops up is, did you mean
1: Keith David? <laughs>
0: Oops! You were right about David Key. He was in an officer and a gentleman.
1: I know, and Drew Barrymore's father and Firestarter. I guess I don't know what I'm talking about. No, you're fine. That's I was, okay. We were consuming different media. So yes. Maybe a
0: <laughs> so he's the father, and we also have Stephen Yoon who I love. He uh, used to be on The Walking Dead, which is one of my shows, and one of the, if not the greatest characters, named Glenn, who they disrespected when they killed him, but that's another show. And there's also a a young man, really liked him in this. His name was Brandon Perea. Did he play Angel? He played Angel. He was Mm -hmm. great. He was really great. I liked his personality, too. I love the one line when he's talking about his girlfriend having left him for a CW show. (laughs) Fucking CW. (laughs) There are a lot of people out there saying fucking CW right now because they're, like, doing away with all of their shows because, you know, they got bought up or something. Yeah. Yeah, they suck. But anyway.
1: His um, character was great, though. He was almost like, um, if you watch the show Chuck, he was the Chuck. nerd squad from Best Buy. Probably can't say that on this unless we can say names of shows. But he was like the it nerd squad. It was a Best Buy-esque store. Yeah, and he was yeah. a tech squad kind of guy, and he yes. came and helped them. But, you know, he had NSYNC hair. and um, Yes. He was just so blonde confident. Tips. Yeah, yeah. Tips. I tips. Loved, I loved when he did the uh, – Fist bump when he said, as someone who stayed in the house all night, and then he just put his fist out yeah. and M bumped it. And it was a moment where they connected. Right. And, um, I yeah. enjoyed that part because he was kind of starting to hit on her through a portion of the movie there. And uh, she was not responding. But that, I think, helped. But also, we're getting ahead of ourselves. I'm looking at the romantic <laughs> part of the movie.
0: Which is what No, you that's need. fine. We can freeform this. It's no big deal. Because the people who are listening watched it. Yes. So too. anyway, we, we've got all the players in place. So it ends up being this UFO, although they call them UAPs now, right? Yeah. Is that what Brand, uh, Angel was talking about in the movie? Yeah. I so I think it's that. unidentified aerial. Projections? Projectiles? Un- unidentified aerial. And again, if only if we had a way. <laughs> we have the internet. You can help us with that. It
1: sounds like a union. Look for the UAP label. It's uh, it's the Aliens Union. They've got to fill out a form. Oh, union jokes. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. Ah,
0: unidentified aerial phenomenon. phenomenon. Phenomena. Phenomena. Phenomena.
1: Phenomena. Phenomena. There it is. Phenomena. We're old. That's from Sesame Street. NZ's thinking. Sesame. Sesame. The Muppets did? did
0: that. The Muppets okay, did that. that. But it was also on the English office. So. They, yeah, did, we keep they bringing, did that? Yeah, yeah. There was, it was like a cold open okay. when they did that. Um, uh, we got it all here. We're screens on screens on screens. We're screens just putting it in. We're
1: mixing it up. We're putting different things in here. I did enjoy the English office. I watched it on oh, your recommendation. Oh, yes. So much better than the American office. Yeah, I'm sorry, people it.
0: out there who love the American office, but... Yeah. No.
1: A comedy Can. that makes me uncomfortable is going to stay in my life. Yes. Like, oh, I'm uncomfortable. That's <laughs> but I need to isn't. laugh, too, though. Laughter's important. Yeah. You yeah. need the laughs, not oh, just yeah, the discomfort. Yeah, you yeah. need the release <laughs> of
0: the, ugh. And that's what the English office had. It had the laughs and the discomfort, whereas the American office just had the discomfort.
1: Well. Maybe it it some laughs. Jim looking at the camera.
0: All right, whatever.
1: And the whole thing with Pam? Eh, Casino night? Mid. We may have different opinions on this. <laughs> we might have to do a show on this. On the office. That's right. English versus America. Well we'll
0: compare and contrast.
1: I love that idea. Okay. We'll My do. God. The the it's it we have infinity and beyond Yes. we could do. <laughs> Can I say that? Is, yeah. that a, is that copyright? I think it's Copy fine. Copyright. That's
0: I, I, not a word. Like, I don't think anyone's going to knock on the door. No. Like, you know. <laughs> you two with the very popular podcast that everyone in the whole world listens to. Yeah, that part's going to
1: happen. You know. uh-huh. Open up. Copyright. Copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay
0: okay, Lindsay's part of our show now. Lindsay's going to yeah. be like an everyday thing She's now. She's awesome. Okay, okay. Nope, getting back to note. So it turns out, guys. That this UAP, which looks like a flying saucer, and you would think is a flying saucer, mm-hmm. is not actually a flying saucer. Oh. Before we talk about it, though, I uh, want to go back to the very beginning of the movie, okay. the first scene. Okay. Can you can you explain what the first scene is?
1: Was that Gordy's home? Yes. Okay, I can describe that. Okay. We are uh, Come with me back to the early 90s, but it was actually 1998, okay. is when this was filmed. And it was a TV sitcom set. And we are brought into the aftermath of something going terribly wrong on a TV set. All of the characters have disappeared. The audience is gone. The cameramen are gone. There is a very, very angry monkey. And he is basically um, running around the set and once in a while going back and punching a lady who looks like she's already probably very badly injured or dead. And then we see a, a young boy under a table seeing this happen we are then um taken out of that. So it's it's very unexpected. It's it's out of context. It's horrifying. And then all of a sudden we're in the uh the wild wild west. And one of the things that's horrifying about
0: the scene is that it's got it's got that sitcom feel with the canned laughter which oh. is like like that.
1: That's right. God.
0: It. And it's very very creepy. So creepy. Yeah, it's so creepy. So when the chimps go berserk, when the chimp goes berserk, yeah. It's awful. Okay. But but in the first scene they show the aftermath of the chimp going berserk, which is even more creepy. Yeah, you know? There's
1: blood everywhere. There's
0: blood everywhere. And there's this thing. Now I don't know if you noticed it, Mary. Did you notice the sneaker?
1: I did notice the sneaker, and I was concerned because the sneaker was magically standing up on its absolutely. end, and it was not—it uh, was defying gravity, if you will, like uh, Del Dazim or Idina Menzel in *Wicked*. It was defying gravity. <laughs>
0: screens on, screens on, screens. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Just and standing there when you. I first saw the movie, and I saw that, I was saying what is that? Why is that? You know, there's never any explanation.
1: Nope. One of those things they didn't bother to tell us what it was. But it was, but,
0: but it was a prop that was, that was actually important because later in the movie, Stephen Yeun's character, who was the little boy on that sitcom, had it framed on his wall. Okay. You did. You did. So I'm yeah. going to bring Lindsay in here because oh, Lindsay had a really great take on that sneaker. Oh, this okay. Is exciting. So, do you have
1: intro music for? for no, me? I don't know.
0: I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. You know, uh, hey, Lindsay. Yay, we're bringing Lindsay yeah. on now. <laughs> it's <laughs> creepy. Okay, stop. Okay, Lindsay.
2: So, the shoe has significance. Can you guess why the shoe is important, first um, off? Mm, I'm going to take a wild guess and say
1: that the shoe is important because the monkey did not want that shoe on her foot anymore. Maybe it, something about the shoe upset him, so he removed it and put it somewhere else. So maybe the monkey was drawn to the shoe and knew it was bad and had to be removed. I'm taking a guess.
2: That's a really good theory. Um, no, it's a great theory, even. Lindsay's being
1: nice. <laughs> She's being
2: very nice. That's what
1: people do when you get older. It's really fantastic. <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> so, um, I went to see it with a friend, and we were like racking our brains the whole movie. We were like, "Why is the shoe important what 's up with the shoe?" And it had one single speck of blood on it too. I remember so it was that. like, yeah, it was like this marvel that was so out of place, so the shoe kind of for us represented that And this, amongst all this chaos, like this gore, this horrible tragedy, that this shoe is miraculously standing up. And I don't know if you remember, but throughout the movie, they refer to the alien as a miracle. They're like, this is incredible. Like, this is a miracle. This is happening to our ranch. I do remember that. Because it's going to bring power. It's going to bring wealth, you know, fame to the Mm -hmm. ranch. It's dying. And so... That was Stephen Yoon's ranch. Yes. Um, And so... This poor boy is witnessing this horrible tragedy with this one miracle popping up. Like, the shoe gave him some kind of semblance of hope amongst, like, trauma, essentially. And that carried throughout his whole life. Because when he had his own ranch as an adult, he still worshipped this being, like the monkey, like he was his friend. Mm -hmm. And he trusted it. So the shoe has that significance throughout the film.
1: That's a great take. (laughs) Lindsay, (laughs) you killed it. That's real this is actual live applause.
0: Lindsay, you did kill that that was really great.
1: That's interesting. Um, I like the miracle thing. and I
0: think I think well the thing with the miracle which is interesting is that uh, Kiki Palmer's um, character Emerald said something about have you ever heard of a bad miracle? She
1: did say that yeah
0: also I think you were saying the other day Lindsay that it was a spectacle. Mm-hmm. The sneaker levitating if you will, was yeah. a spectacle. And that's one of the themes of this movie, you know, the spectacle.
1: I was a little surprised that we were kind of thrown into the story as it was already being told about that ranch and the horse and how he had been now making friends with the being and using it to make money. And if people co- that was like, so what? He's not only he's not only gotten over it, he's accepted it. He's now using it to make money. You go, boy, because that was, like, really entrepreneurial.
0: I think his, yeah, I mean, I think his character may have been twisted because of what happened to him on the show, because even when he was explaining to them what happened, when he was explaining to, um, oh, Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya's name is O.J., we're going to get to that. So Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya's character is named O.J. and his sister is Emerald, when they are in Stephen Yoon's, and his name is Jupe, when they're in his office and he's showing them all of the memorabilia from his past shows, mm-hmm. they wanted to know about the whole chimp situation, like what yeah. actually happened. And instead of telling them from his own mind what happened, yeah. he told them about a Saturday Night Live sketch that told the story yeah, as a comedy.
1: I, was, I thought that was curious, too. Why isn't yeah. he telling what happened?
0: So he's not, he's not giving a realistic uh, story, uh, a story steeped in reality. He's giving a story that was presented on television. And that's one big theme of this movie. Screens on screens on screens. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's basically a big theme in this movie that the media, I guess. Oh, Lindsay's raising her hand. Ooh, you know, gonna that, that just shows that she's very young. You know, she's Hold raising off. her hand.
2: I also saw that as being like trauma. Like he, mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. trying to mm-hmm. separate himself from what happened, mm-hmm. and the only way that he could do so was to look at it through a kind of like a comedic, you know, mm-hmm. distant mm-hmm. ways where the, that wasn't him that he was watching on SNL, that was mm-hmm. the actor. And that mm-hmm. was happening to the actor, not him. Mm-hmm. So that I kind of saw it as that too, like multiple meaning right. based. Yeah, I
0: think I think that yeah. that's a good take oh, yeah. too. Yeah.
1: And the fact that he kept saying Chris Kattan was killing it, and I think we can all agree universally that Chris Kattan oh, has never God. killed it anywhere. Chris
0: Kattan. He's the worst. Is
1: the worst. The
0: worst. And that must have been <laughs> trolling by Jordan Peele because Jordan Peele is a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> so Jordan Peele knows what's funny. That must have been a troll. <laughs> yeah, because he, yeah, no, yeah. He,
1: yeah, he goes to clubs, and he has 18 people going in front of oh him, so he only gosh. has to do five minutes. But how would I know that? But, you know, well, Mary, you know, Mary, tell them. Tell I the used people. to be a comedian in yes. a former life. Yes. I did stand-up for nine years in Florida mm-hmm. and all over the region. And when you do comedy, even if you don't get to work with these people, you hear all the stories from your friends, and I believe yeah. every single word. So I didn't like a lot of people before the rest of you. Oh. And then when you guys found out, I was like, oh, good. They like Dane Cook, right? We just found out about him. We just found out about him? He's been a jerk forever. He's been a jerk forever. Is there forever. something new about him? There's
0: something new. Screens He's uh, screens. marrying. screens. <laughs> screens on screens, on screens. <laughs> he He's married? marrying his long-time girlfriend, who is a whopping twenty-three years old, and everyone's scratching their head and going, "Long time? What are you talking about?" Define
1: long time. And it
0: turns out that they were hanging out when she was fifteen. That sounds about right. Yeah, he's a dog. It's very Dane Cookish.
1: It's, but there's a lot of there's a lot of bad stuff going on out there. But it's yeah. universally agreed upon that Chris Kattan is not a great stand-up comic. That is comic. true.
0: And here's another reason to love for you too to love uh-huh. Jordan Peele is that he's a comedian. So, okay, so we have Steven Yoon, who's a traumatized person. We have Daniel Kaluuya's uh, O.J. and Kiki Palmer's Emerald, who are on hard times. They're not really getting the jobs they used to get. The, the movie kind of opens with them trying to do a job, but the horse bucks when, you know, he's spooked by something on set. Yes. So they so so what they want to do, they they realize at this point that there is some kind of UFO in the sky and they're thinking if we can get footage of this, we could become famous, we could get money off of this. And they go to this store to get cameras and they meet Angel there. And Angel's kind of skeptical cuz They want certain types of cameras and he's thinking, are there, is there something going on around your ranch? (laughs) Yeah, You've been robbed? And they're like, uh, no, don't worry about it. None of your business, you know. (laughs) Uh, But he keeps pressing, you know, and and he's like, you want me to install this?
1: Because you are not going to be able to (laughs) do this.
0: And they're like, no, we got it, you know, but of course they need him, you know. So he comes out to the house and he helps install it. And by this time, when he realizes how they want the camera pointed up to the sky, he realizes we're dealing with something here.
1: Angel's not silly or stupid. He no, he gets it right away, and he's a full-on believer. Yes, and he wants in on this. Really, he does. he does. You know, I love that the reaction to "Oh, look, an alien!" isn't should we call the authorities or look for safety. The right? reaction is, "Let's get a picture of it so we can get rich." Absolutely. What is happening yeah. in society?
0: And then when things go left, really go left. Oh, yeah. Then, Angel, I noticed this line of angels, angels like um you know we'll 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 get a picture of it and everything and 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 you know that'll save everybody, right, and they kind of look at him like, what yeah. taking a picture doesn't save anybody and and that that I feel is commentary on the way we are now, where we'll see something horrendous happening and instead of helping we're Taking footage of it. Yeah. It happened recently in um in Italy, this uh man who was a, a street vendor or whatever got beat up really, really Uh-oh. severely by somebody and yeah. everybody was just taking footage. Uh-huh. No one helped him at all. So I don't want us to be like that. So I hope Lindsay, raise Lindsay has her something hands. to share.
2: <laughs> Um, this is, again, screens on screens on screens. Screens on screens on screens! <laughs> um, I'm going <laughs> to reference uh, War of the Worlds. That mm. came out decades ago. Before you were born. Bef- right. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, hundred years ago. I find it insane,
0: too. It's What's from the on? 30s. None anyway. of us were born, then. Um, trust there, me. There's another one with Keanu Reeves. It, n- oh. no. But no, that's I'm not talking the only one you're Tom about. Okay. Yeah. It's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, oh, that's right. Keanu Reeves is um, The Day the Earth Just You're saying yeah. Keanu Reeves. Me. Look,
1: and you're, you're going to cut out mine, though, because that's going to be bad. <laughs> that's not offensive. But I got
2: you. Reference... Listen,
0: it's offensive, and I'll cut it out.
2: <laughs> but to reference Word of the Worlds, it was a different time, even back so many decades ago. Right. And when the aliens started, again, spoilers, I don't know who has not seen that movie. But, when, but if you haven't, oh well. Yeah, too bad. Yeah. Um, the aliens, when they start coming out of the ground, there's crowds of people that view the spectacle. And instead of filming, because film wasn't such a common thing back then, they ran for their lives. Right. They, they were like, F this. I'm, yes. not, I'm not sticking Absolutely. around to see what's going on. No. I'm getting the hell out of here. The Absolutely. correct response. And
1: if you will, it's a, it's a physical manifestation of the word nope. nope. <laughs> yeah, they literally said nope. I'm out. No. Absolutely. And
2: just seeing that, just I saw actually for the first time I saw that last year. Oh, first time Okay. And so it was just such congratulations. A, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it was such a change from any other movie that's come out in the past couple of years mm-hmm. about aliens, you know. Mm-hmm. And I loved that change, especially seeing Nope. Like right. it's such a contrast yeah. of mm-hmm. technology, the times, all that kind of stuff. I think
0: I think Tom Cruise did a good job.
2: Oh, he was a wonderful. He author. has
0: chops. He really does. Yeah. As annoying as he can be, he has chops. Okay. Okay. <laughs> that's another that's another podcast, I think. I don't know. I think so. Well,
1: probably we'll talk about him. I liked to in a movie that Emily Blunt kept killing him over and over and over again. <laughs> what was that movie? Well, I don't know. Edge of Tomorrow? I don't yes. know. Yes. Am I right? I don't know. Edge of Tomorrow. I, yeah. She pulls I, I it out know. of her pocket. I don't know. It's exactly. like it's coming
0: from a place that I'm not even sure about. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about him because uh, he just made a billion dollars in three weeks. So we, we got, we're going to have to talk about him at some point. <laughs> well,
1: praise the giant Scientology monster Absolutely. in the sky for now. Absolutely. I don't, I don't know what they call I can't pronounce whatever they call their god. I cannot pronounce it. Zeno. I don't know. Is it something
0: like a or something? Oh, that's a different one. No, that's a, a different one. god. Yeah.
2: No, I was <laughs> making fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. Please don't come after me, Scientology. Yeah. So, oh, no.
0: You're so great. here's the big reveal. This is not a flying saucer. Nope. This. But um. But um. She's here all week, folks. Um, it is an extraterrestrial animal. It's an animal. I love that. I think that is so innovative. Oh yeah. You know. And so that's one connection between this extraterrestrial animal and the chimp that we saw in the. Um, uh, the sitcom scene. Yeah. Or whatever, right? Yeah. And we also have Daniel Kaluuya's, I'm just going to call him OJ. And Emerald, what they do for a living is they train animals, right? Yeah. And so this chimp was trained, right? But he went, he snapped, right?
1: He went a wall. Right. If you will.
0: So one of the things I remember the father saying in a flashback that uh, OJ had some animals can't be tamed. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm seeing a connection between this extraterrestrial animal and the chimp and whatever else animal. I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, that's like a good point. Of the
0: horses or something.
1: They can't be tamed. But what do we have to say about the the eye contact thing? I feel like that's an important thing to talk mm-hmm. about because. Early on in the film, we find out that O.J. knows how to handle a horse. And when they're on a movie set, the mm-hmm. film people have no idea. Mm-hmm. And they're just trying to do what they do. Was that Donna Mills? Yes. Yeah, that's a mind-blower. That that's I a mind-blower. She looks one. so good, though. She looks fantastic. She really
0: does. Now, she remind us who great. Donna Mills is, please. She's
1: a blonde actress from the 70s and 80s who appeared in a, in one of those shows. Like, I want to say Falcon Crest. Was it Dynasty? No, she was not in Dynasty. It was Falcon Crest? It was either Falcon Crest or one of the other ones. Dallas. It was not Dallas. It was probably Falcon Crest. I believe it was Falcon Crest. Yeah. I'm, I'm embarrassed I don't have this information for you. No, I'm sure it's Falcon Crest. But I could name everybody else in all the other shows. <laughs> and, 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 and I could used to be able to do the Dallas song. She insult. looked good. She looked great. Yeah. And they noticed the, um, the... People were approaching the horse, and he was starting to get a little anxious, realizing, oh, I think someone's going to set the horse off. Let me That's just right. try to de-escalate the situation. Mm-hmm. And then... He noticed that someone put a mirror in front of the that's horse, right, and the horse yeah. saw its own eye, and uh, mm-hmm. that was the beginning of, uh-oh, direct eye contact's bad. That's right. And luckily that came back to him later when he was thinking about what to do about the alien. He knew that eye contact was bad, and that's when you, uh, when we were leaving the theater, you reminded me, <laughs> let's talk about the eye, which wasn't the, it wasn't the eye, it was the mouth. and You wanted to talk about the mouth. Oh, yeah, the what mouth it of like.
0: the, uh, <laughs> the mouth of the animal, the extraterrestrial animal. Okay, so it looks like a flying saucer. It really does. And it's got this hole underneath it. But that's the mouth, really. When they showed you inside of the mouth, mm-hmm. it looked like a camera shutter. It yeah. was square.
1: Like an old-timey camera. Like an old-timey camera. The apertures were opening. And, you
0: know, when I first saw this movie, I'm always, whenever I see a Jordan Peele film, I'm always like, there's going to be Easter eggs. I'm going to see things, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But as I was watching it, It was so nuanced in so many ways that I could not see those things. And I was like, this just seems like a traditional movie. Yeah. You
1: know? That's just floating along and that hidden a bunch of stuff for you.
0: Absolutely. But I after seeing it again, after looking at some things on the internet, I realized, oh, there's a lot of stuff in there that I just did not get the first time around. And it's probably because I was expecting something else. So I wasn't really paying attention like I should have. The second time around, I really did. I think both of us saw all of those little indications of what his theme really is. Right? Yes, and right? One of his themes.
1: And there are times when I'll see a movie and I'll say, I'm just going to let it wash over me. Mm-hmm. But as an adult who loves film, mm-hmm. I know that I'm wasting an opportunity, mm-hmm. because someone has put hours and hours into thinking of the story, and then many people have put a lot of time into actually creating it, and the editing is where you can really refine it. And mm-hmm. he put a lot in that film. I mean, yeah. I'm sure the choices of the colors of the blow-up things, I'm sure there was a, oh, a yeah. rhyme and reason to which yeah. colors he chose to put where, because yes. he's that thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And the cloud formations, right? just the shots of the mountains... Right. It was so majestic, and if you can see this
0: on IMAX, just run, don't walk. And I have to say, this movie is a mashup of genres, so there's horror, there's thriller. Science
1: fiction, I guess? Science
0: fiction, there's suspense, there's western.
1: There's romance.
0: I I don't know. We need to talk about that. I I, find
1: romance everywhere.
0: (laughs) I didn't really see it, but um, maybe I was just concentrating on something else, but (laughs) I don't know. Um, but, but There was no
1: romance at all. I'm, oh,
0: okay, I'm totally okay. Because I'm like, you know, I don't <laughs> want to poo-poo what you saw. No, there was I nothing there. Okay. No. But, you know, it is a Western as well, and that was beautiful. I mean, the, 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 the camera work was really beautiful. So what ends up happening is this thing, it, it basically gets hungry and eats people. You know, yeah. it just sucks people up. And and horses. And horses. Anything that's on the horse or on the people, it... it, it it, it sucks up too, but like people, it does not like to floss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, um, then it just spits out whatever it, it doesn't want or can't use. So, or like you, an
2: owl, where they they have oh, to really? hack up. I didn't know the that ball. about owls. Yeah, they eat. Small animals, uh-huh. and then they digest like the meat of the animal, uh-huh. and then they have to vomit back up the bones and the fur of the animal. Oh because my their gosh, you know so it.
1: much! It's a teaching moment. Yeah. <laughs> the more you
2: know. <laughs> so that's really good,
0: though, because I it it looks like he really did think about different animals and gave this thing some characteristics, like the not looking in the eye thing. Yeah. A lot of animals have that. Yeah. You know, like certain mean cats.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm being very specific. Yes. Don't don't take that anyway. But um, <laughs> <laughs> do you mean cats like people? No, no, no. Oh, I, I actually mean, mean, cat. cats, okay. mean cats. Mean cats. Mean yeah. cats. Who you know I resent. Yes. But anyway, um, so um, so Jupe is actually feeding horses that he is getting from OJ. OJ is selling some of his horses as he yeah. goes on because they need the money. The yeah. no money. But he has every intention of going and getting those horses back.
1: Yeah, yeah, and he, he has the intention. Yes,
0: right, and he goes, oh, you know, I want to get those horses back, and Juba's is like,
1: uh,
0: sure, <laughs> sure, you have the horses back, yeah. yeah.
2: But he's insane. really,
0: he's yeah. really every Friday, every Friday, every Friday he's feeding a horse to this thing, trying to tame it, I guess, and thinking, yeah, I, I can get along with this thing and, and use it as a spectacle, that's another theme, yeah. spectacle mm-hmm. uh, for my shows, you yeah. know. But yeah, I'm sure you know how this goes. Uh, some animals can't be tamed. No. So um, what ends up happening is they need to still get a picture of this thing. Like it's a very dangerous thing, but they still want to get a picture of this thing. Yeah. Um, and they, they come up with an elaborate scheme to do so. So um, elaborate. They it's almost, a Hollywood
1: film. It's almost like a heist.
0: It's almost like a heist. Yes. And, yes, they do hire uh, Antlers. His first name is Antlers. Is it? That's He's fantastic. a big Hollywood uh, cinematographer who's known for getting impossible
1: shots. Yes. He's a little nuts. He is. And he yes. if it were filmed uh, 20, 30 years ago, it would have been played by Scott Glenn. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're right. He did. You, you did mention that when yeah, we were watching the that movie. raspy. Yeah, um, I used to be a cowboy, and That's now I'm just right.
0: wrinkled. And he kind of looks a little bit like him. Yeah, yeah. he's got this. This. Yeah, you know, it talks like smoker's this. voice. Yeah, he was interesting. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, they. Have a hard time with this heist. You know, things go wrong. You would yeah. expect that. And the animal gets very angry. I'm guessing the ang- the animal is angry because it transforms itself. Like it turns itself inside out.
1: Which they said it was because it was in distress. And I thought it was like a pancake with a hole in the bottom. And now it's turned into some sad yes. curtain Royce chart were Rorschach to te- help me. R- Rorschach. That one. Yeah. Test. Yes. It looked like that. It was it
0: beautiful. Was, it was beautiful and creepy at the same time. Yeah, but it still had the camera shut up now. Because when it opened its mouth, it would the mouth would open many times. Yeah. Like small, bigger, 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 yeah, like bigger, when the camera
1: know? would be extended yes. in the old days. The old cameras would have that filter with the accordion thing yes. on the top and it would unfold. It uh-huh. was like <laughs> Yeah. And that goes
0: along with that theme of, you know, the media spectacle Mm -hmm. and all of that. I think Jordan Peele did an amazing job on this film. You know, to me, to date, it's probably the most nuanced and cohesive film that he's done. Even though I wouldn't yeah. call it his masterpiece, I still think Get Out is his masterpiece.
1: And you use that word sparingly. You don't throw it around. No, you
0: do. You're, <laughs> You're joking, because I do use it a lot. You, but we I
1: watch a lot of masterpieces.
0: We do and watch talk a lot of masterpieces, that's true. But,
1: no, you don't. You use it when you mean it, okay, though. Okay, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. And when you
0: don't like something, you make I, it pretty clear. I need gravitas. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um,
1: I value your opinion on film. <laughs> I do. So
0: to make a long story short, they actually finally do get the shot.
1: The way they get it is ingenious, and it's, uh, there is a, um, there's a warning that it's, what's the word for that? Foreshadowing. That's the word. Foreshadowing, that's it, it. yeah. The way they get the picture and the way it all happens, you're rooting for them, you're stressed out, there's a lot of tension. Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? And it does work out, and then the stoic OJ is just like, uh uh-huh. (laughs) Yeah, he appears
0: because M is the one who was able to get the picture um, in a very interesting way at the ranch, Jupes Ranch, that is now uninhabited because they were all eaten by the animal. But she also manages to untether a very huge novelty helium balloon. Mm -hmm. That was the image of Jupe, you know, like, come on down to the ranch type balloon. A winking
1: winking cowboy. Yes, a winking cowboy. That's good. Yeah.
0: So she untethers it. It goes up into the sky and the animal eats it. Yeah. And explodes. So they did get the they did get the image, which is good for them. But they also managed to kill it, which is good for mankind.
1: Yeah, you really wanted the happy ending where the world would be saved. Absolutely, and not just a picture so they could get rich. That's
0: right. Um,
1: I, I'm giving this movie a thumbs up. Yeah, I'm giving it a thumbs up too.
0: We both loved it. It's the type of movie that you can see more than once and get things out of it. Jordan Peele's a genius. Yes, I love him. I will give him my money whenever he makes a movie. Yeah. Go watch him on
1: screens, on screens, on screens. Screens,
0: on screens, on screens. And I hope you guys, you know, you've, hopefully you've watched the movie already because there's so many spoilers. I hope you watch it again. Give him yeah. some more money. Give yeah. him some more
1: money. Throw all the money at him. Gina, I had so much fun. I had so
0: much fun. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you liked it. See you next time. Bye-bye.
1: Screens on screens on screens.